right now. Today is the day that you choose to change the rest of your life. It is time to turn your setback into the greatest comeback story ever told. And nobody is more capable than you. This is the Ranting Weight Watcher Podcast, the future number one weight loss podcast in the world. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please subscribe and spread the word of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast wherever you are and to whomever will listen. If you'd like to connect on social media or wherever else, check out my Linktree page, Linktree forward slash the Ranting Weight Watcher. Let's connect today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 117 of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast. Man, if this is your first time here, welcome. Welcome to the show. I do hope you enjoy it. I do hope you consider subscribing and becoming part of the Ranting Weight Watcher family. Well, I do have a lot to talk about today. Let's get into this. Journey updates. Well, we are down this week, 1.2 pounds down. For the month of November, we are down two pounds. Total loss since January 2019, 157 pounds. Pounds remaining to get to milestone 175, 18 pounds. Pounds remaining to get to milestone 243 pounds. Well, I can't really complain about how things are going right now. We're going to keep the cycle going. There is no reason to make any changes. You got to love it when things go the way they're supposed to go. <laughs> uh, because, you know, it's easy to enjoy life when everything's going right. But the minute everything starts going wrong, it is much more difficult to deal with. But when you sign on for a journey like this, you are signing up for all of the bad times because the few times are so, the good times are so few that the bad times is really what you're signing up for. <laughs> uh, but you got to be prepared for it either way. In order to be successful at this, you have to learn to live based on a new way of living rather than I'll do this as long as I get a result. Because as long as your attitude is, I will do this as long as I get a result, you'll never get anywhere. Trust me when I say this to you, I've been there. If you're doing it to achieve a result, you won't be here long. If you're doing it because it's the new way of life, the results will come. Simple as that. There's no gray area. Black and white. It is what it is. I heard a podcast this week and Something the guy said during the podcast. I don't know the person who originally said it, but he said the magic you're looking for is in the work you're not doing. <laughs> and I swear to God, it has been in my head all week. The magic you're looking for is in the work you are not doing. 
This is the answer to so many of people's struggles, including my own. So many struggles out there. This is the answer. It's as simple as that. Do the work. The results come when they come. Don't do the work. The results don't come at all. The choice is really yours. Well, we had some big things happen this week in the Weight Watcher universe. We were kind of surprised, blindsided even, with the introduction of a brand new plan. On November 14th, the world's rumors were made true. Everyone who was talking about, oh, they're hearing this, they're hearing that, ended up being right. And a new plan was introduced. They say that the new plan operates like the blue plan did or the freestyle plan did. And this was all in an effort to reunite people because there was, I don't know, I guess essentially there was a bunch of separation because of the personal points plan. (laughs) But if you ask me, the separation started with green, blue, and purple. That's where the separation started. The personal points plan just finished it off. The plan follows the guidelines of the freestyle or blue plan. And everybody who was on freestyle knows that the freestyle plan became the blue plan once it all switched over. So when the plan flipped on Monday, I was given the option to stay on personal points for another month. I, I opted to not stay on it because what the hell, what am I prolonging here? Another, another four weeks on personal points. What's going to be, what's going to be the difference. You're just prolonging the inevitable. Doesn't make any sense. So I did the switch. I made the flip. Only one noticeable real change. I gained five points in my daily. I believe I had brown rice as zero, so that was costing points now. So if you really think about it, it's a wash, right? So whatever extra points they gave me, if I really want to use them on brown rice, who's to stop me from doing that, right? But I wanted to take some time to reflect on the personal points plan and how it how it affected my journey when personal points was introduced basically a year ago i remember being a little nervous when we switched over and i was nervous because of this there were there was just certain things about the plan that made me nervous how it was just combining all of the points you can earn into one big bank there was a bunch of different things Those things made me nervous, but there were certain things that drove me a little crazy and they actually caused some psychological barriers to come about or come back, I should say, because I had them before. When I, when I initially started, I had so many points in a day that I would get this feeling at night, especially if I had some points left over. So I, would, I, I had 54 points per day to start. When this is when it was freestyle and then it switched to blue, I had around 54 points a day. 
I noticed that some nights of the week, I would have 20 points sitting there. And I would basically go out of my mind eating Weight Watchers snacks with those 20 points. Any and every Weight Watcher snack there was, I ate it with whatever points I had remaining. So needless to say, it caused the scale to slow down really quickly. And I had to get my head on straight and realize you can't eat 20 points worth of Weight Watcher snacks after dinner. No matter how healthy the snacks are supposed to be. So we eliminated, slowly but surely, we eliminated the, the, um, we eliminated the Weight Watcher snacks from the evening. I also made a deal with myself that I would automatically eliminate, I would operate on the low end of my healthy eating zone. And I would basically just take 10 points off the top automatically and operate at 44 points a day. At the time, I was not exercising, so this was my way of saying, if I'm not going to exercise, I'm going to operate on a deficit in what I put in my mouth. Even though the the plan says you can eat 54 points a day. So that's what I did. And as time went on, I introduced exercise and all this stuff. That feeling, when I had all these extra points at the end of the night, it went away. So now, fast forward, we introduced the personal points program. Now, the personal points program started giving you back points. For every cup of vegetables, you would earn a point. For the first 80 ounces of water, or whatever it was, you would earn a point. And at the time, when personal points came about, I was eating pretty well. I was making really, really good choices, and thus causing me to earn a bunch of points. I would find myself on certain nights of the week with 19 points remaining at the end of the night. And all of the sudden, the monster that was in me came back. What are we going to do with these 19 points? What are we going to do? It became like a challenge. I was not hungry whatsoever. And the perfect example was the week that we initially switched. Because I noticed these points showing up immediately. A week prior to the personal points program, I was satisfied at the end of the night. A week later, personal points, pro, personal points program begins. I have all these extra points and I need to use them. So the psychological barrier had returned. Something that was gone for so long came back into my life and I went out of my mind. I would stare at these points every night and go out of my mind. So I got to the point where I I really felt like I was itching for something. And I didn't want to mess up my my tracker. I value the data in my tracker. And I didn't want to put a bunch of food that I didn't eat on there just to take the points away. So I came up with a pretty creative way to take away the points and not have it ruin the tracker. I used the snacks area of the tracker 
to do what I planned to do. So on nights where I had an immense amount of points, I would add something manually. Rather than track something I didn't eat, I would add something manually. And you can name, when you add something manually, you do that quick add, you can name it whatever you want. And you can give it whatever point value you want. So I named it Breaking Psychological Barriers. And I gave it whatever point value I needed to get my remaining points to be under 10. Because for whatever reason, I would relax if I had under 10 points. And I would not have any urges whatsoever. Anything over 10 points, I would feel like I needed to eat something. Don't ask me why. It simply is so. I did this religiously every day for probably three straight weeks or so. And then I noticed myself forgetting to do it. And this was a sign to me that I was okay now. I didn't need to keep doing it. But I did it whenever I needed to. So it didn't become something I religiously did, but it did, I did it when I started to feel the urge. I would automatically quick add something, bring those points to under 10, and move on with my life. Overall, it was a good way to deal with that issue. I have no... I would tell anybody that if you struggle the same way, if there's a bunch of points left on your tracker at the end of the night and you know you don't feel hungry, but you feel the urge to have something just because there are points there, I urge you to use the quick ad feature in this way, breaking psychological barriers, because you know the urge to eat in the evening is psychological because you're not hungry. And you're only wanting to eat because of how many points are available. So do that quick ad, add however many points you need it to be, call it breaking psychological barriers, and move on. See if that works for you. It wasn't too far into the year. I want to say around March is when it began. I was enticed into trying out the diabetic plan. And the goal for the diabetic experiment was to try and teach myself the impact of the amount of fruit I was eating caused on my daily intake. That was the goal is what I'm taking in fruit so high that I'm basically counterproductive in my journey because of it. So I embarked on it. What we what initially started as an eight week journey, but ended up being a 12 week journey. We went into the, the diabetic plan, and it was pretty eye-opening, let me tell you, because I basically went from having a 10 or 11-point breakfast every day and that same breakfast becoming 27 points because of the change in points to not just adding points to fruit, but other things that I eat for breakfast became higher points as well. It was very eye-opening in the fact that what used to be my, one of my lightest meals became my heaviest meal point-wise instantly just because of the kind of food eaten during that time. So I decided to go the first week without making any changes just to see how I was eating the week before, how it would be impacted 
being on the diabetic plan. Well, needless to say, I blew past my points every night that week. So week two of the, of the diabetic experiment, I went into, okay, let's make adjustments now and let's get to um, be at the point where we say, okay, I am eating within my daily point range. So the easiest things were to eliminate a protein bar that I didn't feel like I needed and to eliminate the carbs I was having with dinner. Every night I would have like a cup of rice or something else. I would, I would eliminate that to reduce the point value of dinner. And it became more because I wanted to keep breakfast the way it was. I, if there's one thing I enjoy, I enjoy the breakfast. I have two breakfasts every morning. I have first breakfast at 6.30 in the morning. And I have second breakfast somewhere between 10 and 11 a.m. And the two breakfasts together totaled on the diabetic plan 27 points. So I stuck with it and lunch became almost a zero point meal. And dinner was very low. Not, it, was, it was around five points depending on the meal, depending on the day of the week. It was, it was in the single digits, whatever it was. So I could be within my daily point range. At the end of the 12 weeks, I considered the diabetic experiment to be a success. I decided that on October 1st, for the final quarter of 2022, I would switch back to personal points and deal. it'll help me deal with the holidays. So that's what I've been on since until November 14th. So in the one-year personal points experiment, I lost 23 pounds. Not too shabby. It was definitely something that I, I made work for my life. That's for sure. I'll say that much. Now I want to talk a little bit more about the personal points plan when we come back from the break. Don't go anywhere. I now present to you the Ranting Weight Watcher Accountability Creed. If you choose this day to say this creed, you are accountable to me, the author. You are also accountable to all of those before you who have taken the creed and all of those after you who will take the creed. But most of all, you are accountable to yourself. Now recite with me the accountability creed. Nothing can stand in my way because I choose to be unstoppable. My challenges crumble in my presence because I choose strength when I am weak. My insecurities have no power over my life because I choose confidence in the face of fear. I own every last one of my mistakes because I choose growth over mediocrity. The mirror and the scale are powerless because I move forward in spite of the result. Circumstances are not obstacles because I see solutions instead of problems. 
the demons of my past can no longer torment me because I choose to renew my mind daily. All things are possible as long as I believe because if God is for me, who can be against me? This is the creed I declare each day. It is about what I do, not what I say. I will learn the work that needs to be done. I will never stop, even when I've won. I will work consistently, no matter the cost. I refuse to believe that all hope is lost. I will work when I want to. I will work when I don't. I will work when they are cheering. I will work when they won't. I will work when it's easy. I will work when it's hard. The atonements that I've made are made with no regard. I will work when it's cold. I will work when it's hot. Because choices have consequences, justified or not. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one. Because regardless of what I think, the work is never done. And from this moment forward, when times are tough, I choose to believe that I am enough. We are back. We're going to have a little moment to mourn the loss of the Personal Points program. So let's just take a moment. And just have a silent talk with yourself. That's enough of that. If I have one thing to say about the personal points program, and it being gone, that would be good riddance. Never in my entire history of ever being on Weight Watchers, being off Weight Watchers, being on Weight Watchers, being off Weight Watchers, have I ever seen a plan become so psychologically difficult for its members as I saw this plan become. And this plan mostly disgusted me. In spite of being able to make this plan work for me, 
what it did to people around me was enough to give me a bad taste in my mouth for this company that I will never forget. Ever. This whole personal points bullshit was a big psychological mind fuck. Every last bit of it. Every last bit of it. I mean, what are we, children? Oh, if you eat these foods, we'll give you more points. If you drink water, we'll give you more points. I mean, for God's sakes, you didn't even make it so people had to track vegetables. They could just push the vegetable plus button and give themselves unlimited points. We live in a world where systems get abused. They get abused by people. People find ways to abuse systems in every single way they can possibly get away with. That's what people do. That's human nature. And you gave them the ability to push a button and give themselves unlimited points. And you thought, hey, that's a great idea. Such bullshit. Every last bit of it. At least force them to track the vegetables. So many people, so many people that call themselves on plan don't even track. So this is the one way you could have gotten them to track. But you gave them a a vegetable push button. I wonder how many out there would just push that button just so that they wouldn't be in the negative. I wonder. I'm not condemning you. You had the tools you were given and you used them. I could use a hammer to build a house. I can use a hammer to commit murder. This whole thing, this whole year, based on bullshit. All the really difference, the only personal part of the personal points program was that people had the ability to choose their own zero point foods. But everything in my experience, in my little experiment that I attempted here, that I'm going to get into in a moment, everything that had points was the same points for everybody. Even people with points, with certain foods that had them as zero points, if they didn't choose it exactly right, they didn't get that as a zero point food. I had cottage cheese and yogurt as a zero-point food. And if I didn't choose specific kinds of cottage cheese and yogurt, they would not be zero points. So here's where my experiment began. Because I know quite a few people on Weight Watchers. I eat a kind of cottage cheese. It's a brand, and the brand is called Good Cottage cheese, good culture. Cottage cheese. 
And the little container, it's a single-serve container. But I think either one, no matter what, what flavor it was, they were both two points. So whether it was the strawberry flavor or the pineapple flavor, it was two points. Even though cottage cheese was zero for me, that cottage cheese was two points. So I decided to test the limits of the personal points program. And I took that label from that cottage cheese and went to, including me, a total of four people. All four people that zapped that barcode came up with two points. To me, this was enough to say everything that had points was the same points for everybody. And the only difference between me and you is that I had the ability to choose a certain point or a certain cottage cheese that made cottage cheese zero for me. I had the ability to choose a certain yogurt that made yogurt zero points for me. If I didn't choose those cottage cheese or yogurt, it would not be zero points for me. But everything that was points was the same points for everybody. This is where the psychological bullshit begins. And people went out of their minds. Do I use the points I earn from eating? Do I not use the points I earn from eating? The, the, the experimentation was all over the place. And anybody, the most consistent people in the world, lost consistency because of this obsession. Complete obsession with, do I eat them? Do I not eat them? One week doing it, one week not doing it, all over the freaking place. All over. Nobody could decide which was the best way to do it. Do what works for you. It's obviously not working for them. That's why they're coming to you. That was personal points in a nutshell. If personal points had a gravestone, I'd spit on it. Because this is what it did to people. Forget all separating and not being able to share points. We did this for you uh, with science in mind and uh, customer feedback. No, there's only one thing that motivated this change. Mark my words, only one thing. And I got proof for you and I'm going to give it to you in a minute. The one thing that caused this change is money. Revenue lost everywhere. Let me, let me ask you a question. Do you remember going to the supermarket when freestyle was around? Do you remember going into the frozen food aisle and selecting a lean cuisine from the shelf? And that lean cuisine having that little WW logo on it telling you how many points it was? Do you understand that in order for lean cuisine to print that logo on that box, they had to pay 
for the ability. They had to pay a royalty fee. This is how business works. Because it was a logo made by WW. They had to pay a royalty fee. Now with the introduction of blue, green, and purple, you had three logos. Three royalty fees, probably. Or maybe it was just a reduced, because there were three, they, were, they did a reduced rate. Hey, look, one lump sum for all three. Whatever it was, it's still a royalty fee to be able to print it on there. And then the introduction of personal points. If everything truly was personal, how could you blanketly point, print a point on that box? Think about every single box of Lean Cuisines ever sold. And think about how a royalty would be paid, whether the person was on Weight Watchers or not. They bought a Lean Cuisine because, hey, they understand healthy choice, Lean Cuisines, these are frozen dinners that are supposed to be healthy for you. And they also have a Weight Watcher logo. So whether or not I'm a Weight Watchers customer, Weight Watchers earned a royalty fee on me purchasing those items. Revenue lost. I have the numbers. In the fourth quarter, I'm concentrating on fourth quarter earnings alone. I'm not going to go through every quarter of every year for the last four years. Fourth quarter earnings of 2019. Weight Watchers made $333 million. This was, I believe, the beginning of blue, green, and purple. So it was freestyle for the majority of 2019. And at the end of the year, they were introducing blue, green, and purple. So 2020 comes, fourth quarter earnings are down $10 million. Not much. Okay, fine. $323 million earned in fourth quarter 2020. These are real numbers. I got them from Weight Watchers Corporation website. That's my source. If you want to know my source, that's where it came from. Fourth quarter 2021, this was the beginning of the personal points program. So the majority of the year was spent on blue, green, and purple. And we ended 2021 starting the personal points program. Fourth quarter 2021 earnings for Weight Watchers was $276 million. A 56 a $57 million loss compared to 2019. Fast forward. Obviously, I cannot give you fourth quarter earnings because we are not in 2023. So I'm going to give you third quarter earnings for 2022 for Weight Watchers. And they posted third quarter earnings of $249 million a loss of $84 million compared to 2019. 
Now, if the majority of the 2019 year we spent on freestyle and they are telling you the brand new plan operates like freestyle, but it's a brand new plan. Is it possible? Is it at all possible? They just put a different bow, some new wrapping paper on the freestyle plan and to save face after losing eight, being down $84 million in the third quarter. They just needed to save face and try to do this from a position of strength. They rushed back into a decision to go two steps backward. Now, there's so many of you out there that I know personally. You didn't like the freestyle plan. You didn't like the blue plan. Didn't work for you. The zero point foods threw a wrench into your journey. I completely get that. And those same people loved the green plan. I am telling you from experience that the green plan still lives. They changed the name to the diabetic plan. And the difference between the green plan and the diabetic plan is that fruit had points. The green plan, fruit was zero along with vegetables, if I remember correctly. We're going back a few years here. If I remember correctly, it was fruit, vegetables, zero, everything else, points. Essentially, with a few tweaks, you could have the green plan. If you take into consideration the fact that Lean protein is zero, but all the fruit has points. It could be a wash. Or if you don't mind the lean protein being zero, but you and you like the green plan and you liked having zero point fruit, just don't track the fruit. Just don't track the fruit. But it still exists. Freestyle became the blue plan, the green plan probably came from another plan before freestyle. If we really think about this, I don't, I don't believe for a second that the green plan was brand new either. I, I don't remember. I mean, whatever plan was before the green plan, I wonder how close. I wonder how close to, or was it smart points? Maybe it was smart points. I wonder how close the green plan is to smart points. I wonder how close the green plan is to whatever point, whatever program was before smart points. The thing is, they can give it whatever name they want. But if you really pay attention to the words of the people delivering the message, when they say to you, it operates like the blue plan, it operates like freestyle. Is it possible that it simply is freestyle? Can you go backwards in time and prove it? No. But they did this all really fast. And here's what I know. When a corporation is out to make money, they're out to please one person. And that person is not its members. 
It's its shareholders. And when the shareholders are upset, they get angry. And they say, where's my money? So people jump through hoops to manufacture money at the expense of the membership. Now you can love me for saying what I'm saying. You can hate me for saying what I'm saying. I'm a consumer just like you. I could say whatever the hell I want. I don't get paid by anybody. I don't make any money here. I could say whatever I want about that plan. If you don't like it, go to the next episode, go to another podcast, do whatever you got to do to make it feel better. But this personal points plan did way too much to way too many people around me for me to care what any of you think about what I'm saying about this. And there was way too much money lost. Way too much money lost between 2019 and 2022 to see this going any other way. Complete bullshit. And don't even get me started on what's going on on Connect right now. Every other post is about, oh, I, I, I am so sad that oatmeal isn't zero anymore. I'm so sad that potatoes aren't zero anymore. Like, I mean, what are you saying? That you can't eat it unless it's zero points? I don't get it. I don't get the idea of, 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 of that being a problem. Was it that you had it in your head that if it's zero points, I don't have to track it and this is all geared because now you have to track oatmeal because you were taught by the corporation that it's okay not to track zero point foods? Is that what it is? That now because it's points, you actually have to track it? Or were you abusing it before because it was zero and just eating way too much of it and now you have to be honest with it? It's got to be one of those things, right? Oh, yeah. And, And here's the best one. I saw a post. Oh, I hate that we don't get points for vegetables anymore. It was the only motivation I had to eat vegetables. How about your life is the motivation? I just don't get it. People get in the car and they put their seatbelt on because they want to save their own life. If you put them in a boat and you, they would put on a life preserver to save their own life. If I pointed a gun to their head, they would say whatever they needed to say because their desire to save their own life. But if you put a cheeseburger with chili cheese fries in front of them, and, they, and you tell them this could be the one meal that causes the heart attack that kills you if you don't get your life in order. 
they'll take their chances. They gave up all their freedom to be safe from a virus. They wear seatbelts and life preservers. But they'll take their chances with their health. Whether you drown, whether you get shot, whether you die of a virus, whether you have a heart attack, what's the difference? Dead is dead. What's the difference? You need a reward to track vegetables? You need a reason to eat vegetables? How about staying alive another day? I just don't get it. What are you here for? What are you doing? You need to be rewarded to, for doing what's right? It just amazes me. Look, here's the thing you got to take from this episode. There is no new plan. This switch is just like you putting on a pair of really old jeans. And you know what? They're worn out in all the right spots. They hug your hips and your butt cheeks just right. And when you button it, everything just, it feels so comfortable that it's like you're not wearing anything. That's what this new old plan is. And for all of you who are worried about earning points by eating, get over it. You should have never got that in the first place. Are you telling me because this change happened that you're about to quit? So, if your answer is, no, you're not about to quit, what's all the complaining about? Really, what's it all about? Deal with the problem, adapt, and move forward. If you know you're not quitting, that's what your job is right now. Adapt and move forward. Whether you got to jump on the diabetic plan or whether you got to just deal with this plan, no matter what. And some of you, you should have never had the things that you had. The purple plan, in my opinion, should never have ever existed. Simple as that. Because we live in a world where people abuse systems. All over the world, systems are being that are in place to help people are being abused. And we, it's human nature to push things beyond their limits. And maybe, just maybe, you guys push that plan beyond its limits. And this personal points was the corporation's way of pushing beyond their limits. And what really happened is a bunch of people spoke with their wallets. And they said, even if it's not true, they said... Uh, this reason, this plan it sucks and I'm out of here. And they stopped spending their money. And that's what they did. And with one united voice, 
a corporation lost a bunch of money and scrambled to make some corrections and try to present it in the best way possible. They gave you something old with a new name and called it something new. It's like the blue plan. It's like freestyle because it is. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.